0: In this town, there is no offseason. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. All right, when we last left. It's always game day in Cleveland. Daryl Ryder was about to give us some inside scoop on what's going on with the new Bronze Stadium. Daryl, fire away. I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> you said I talked to some insiders. That was uh, yeah
1: um and uh what was i saying before that
0: <laughs> that you had some like a little bit of tidbit information that maybe hasn't been out there yet
1: uh i really did lose my train of thought
0: <laughs> we get to we get, well that's okay the new site in brook park has train tracks so you yeah. can just jump right on um, there
1: yeah look oh uh as far as like the you know, the, the, the purchase agreement and, and stuff yep. like that. Like, you know, uh, I was talking about how it, the Browns may not actually be the entity that's buying the land. Like there, there's, there could be, you know, that possibility as well, but like people just got to kind of like slow their role as far as like the definitive talk that they're, they're absolutely leaving the lakefront. They're going to Brook Park. They're going to build it up. They, they got to find a way, uh, to, uh, pay for all this as well. I mean, it, the challenge <laughs> Again, the challenge is if you can't find a way to pay for a billion dollar renovation to first or to Cleveland Brown Stadium, how are you going to find two to two and a half billion dollars to build a dome? Now, a couple of things. One, the roof will not move. If the Browns build a dome, it's going to be a dome. It will not be I can tell you definitively it will not have a retractable roof on it. Uh, because that adds another $750 million to $1 billion to that price tag. So definitively, I can tell you if the Browns, in fact, do build a dome in Brook Park, it's not going to have a movable roof.
0: All right, this has been It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. I never want to talk to you again. Put well, a retractable roof on this thing if you can.
1: Well, again, oh. they're trying to come up with 2 to $2.5 billion to figure out if, if they do the dome how to pay for it. And now you want them to spend another seven, find another seven fifty to 1 billion on top of that. It's just, it's not, I don't know that that's feasible. I I agree with you. Like I would totally do a retractable roof. Absolutely. Um, I'd do curtain walls of glass. I would do the sliding field out on a tray so they can play on grass. And I do all of it, but there is the reality. Again, they are struggling to find a way to pay for a $1 billion renovation to the current stadium they live. Look, here's the other thing, too. It's going to be a dome. They're not going to build another open-air stadium because that would be stupid. (laughs) They're not going to pay twice the price to build yet another open-air stadium that solves none of their problems. Correct. The the problem that they have, and that they're going to find out real quick this fall, when Billy Joel comes in and they destroy the field, uh, I don't care how much protection you put down, you're going to destroy the grass.
0: By the way, remind me cuz I got to ask you a question about that when Billy Joel comes in. At, yeah. But keep going.
1: Um there the field's going to be garbage this year. And the Browns have like the absolute best groundskeepers in the National Football League. They are the best of the best at what they do. But there's only so much you can do with the time. Remember a couple years ago, I think it was the Machine Gun Kelly concert, mm-hmm. they had 6 or 7 days before a preseason game and that field was trash it was a horse track after one preseason game because the reality is no matter how good your groundskeepers are you need two weeks for a field to grow in when you put fresh sod down it takes two weeks like for instance I was really surprised uh you know in Vegas watching the Super Bowl it was real good they put that uh turf and sod they put that down about a month before, the Super Bowl and had the tray outside the stadium to grow it, et cetera, et cetera. Here's the other right. thing there is technology. The Browns could play in a dome and still play on grass. Yes. Um we see the European stadiums all the time have this. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of part of the benefit. Hey guess the-
0: what? Atlanta's putting grass in for the World Cup.
1: Right. Um but the stadiums in Europe have now um and I forget which one it was, I quote tweeted it, but the field folds up in trays. And the Mm -hmm. trays have the grass growing lights and the irrigation system and everything so that while it's being stored and other events are taking place on on the stadium floor.
0: Arizona has that too. No,
1: Arizona's a tray. Arizona just slides out the stadium. Wait,
0: so what are you saying? What's the difference here, that it folds?
1: This thing folds up and stacks up and then goes under the stadium in pieces, the entire field. And there's growing lights and irrigation and everything. They can grow grass on trays in Europe. OK, wow. And then they press a button and the thing un- it comes out and it unfolds and spreads out and fills it. It's in- it's incredible technology. OK, but it's probably expensive. Um, sure. So the tray option seems to be if they want to play on grass, the tray option seems to be the best because that thing just slides out. What's Vegas. Me. I was trying to figure out what Vegas was. when the Vegas Russians is a server. tray. Vegas is field is on a tray. Okay. Um, and I I was really surprised because as I was watching the Usher halftime concert, and seeing, like, all the dancers and fake fans on the field and stuff like that. I- I'm sorry, fans, not fake
0: fans. No, they're fake fans. fans. That's uh, one of my least favorite parts of the Super
1: Bowl. Uh, I know. I Oh, thought- I got to stand it. Yeah, I'm watching the field because I'm like, they're going to destroy this field at halftime.
0: Mm-hmm. There's
1: no way this field holds up because they've had some problems with that uh, That in Vegas with, with the Raiders. I mean, my God, toward the end of the season, that, that field in, in, in that stadium was horrible. I mean, it, it reminded me of the old Cleveland stadium where the grounds could break out the Kansas green spray paint and start painting over all the brown spots. But um the field held up incredibly well for the Super Bowl. So that was good. Um, but yeah, there like they're, there's technology to do a lot of stuff. The issue is paying for it. So it's easy for you and I, you know, it's easy for you to say, hey, yeah, you know, if you're gonna build a dome, build it retractable roof. Okay, that's fine, but you know, they can't even find the money to renovate the existing stadium. They're trying to figure out, okay, if we build our own dome and do it ourselves, how are we going to do that? And there've already been meetings. Look, I mean, uh, I'll tell you this, the Browns have already the the firm that they hired to do the first energy or the Cleveland Browns stadium renovation, uh, to kind of put that together to present to the city that, uh, that firm is working on plans for a potential dome right now. They're so that
0: you're, you've you got sources that are telling yeah, you they're, they're working
1: they're, they're working on the concepts of, you know, what would it look like and things like that so that they can come up with some hard, actual hard numbers, hard construction costs. All right. They have the hard construction costs for the stadium, but for the dome, they, they, they're working on that kind of stuff. But, that, you know, and again, you know, it's part of this process. If you're going to put in put together a purchase agreement, wouldn't you want to have a concept of what you do with that land? Right. Yeah. So that's, so, so that's what they're doing right now um and and so you know as part of this process they're getting all those type of things uh together and um you know we're not at a point where they have anything to to propose or to uh put out there um but you know they are you know putting their options together so as as long as um you know th- you're working on this plan B per se which is exactly what the browns are doing um you know, you got to, you have to formulate, okay, well, if we go through with this, what are we going to put on it? And the clock is ticking. Like, they have to begin construction um, for the Dome sometime in 2026, early 2026. Uh, stadium construction would have to be at, at the beginning of 2027 so for a two-year project. Like, as soon as the 2026 season is over. Right. Our construction on the the stadium renovation there. So, like, there are hard timelines involved here, too. Right, yeah. And then, of course, the commissioner was in town in December. And? I don't want to say it was a come-to-Jesus meeting. Okay, what was it? But I would just (laughs) say the do
0: you you have details from this meeting? Is that what you're going to say? Yeah. All right, if you want to find out the details from this meeting. You need to stick around for the next segment of It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin.